0: Hello and welcome to Walking the Earth Podcast. You can find us online at WTEPodcast.com. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. I'm Mike Margulies. Today I am in Washington, D.C., and I'm joined here by Kate Glance. Kate, how are you doing? Welcome to the show.
1: Thanks. Feeling great.
0: Cool, cool. Uh, and so, Kate, uh, you are the founder of Heartfully, which is... Uh, heartful.ly, if you're looking for the URL for it, and essentially what your site does is you are uh, helping couples who are, who are doing wedding registries uh, to, instead of taking, uh, as your video was kind of saying, accumulating kitchen supplies and things they probably don't need, actually have their um, uh, their guests give them gifts towards a charitable cause somewhere in the world. And,
1: yeah. Great pitch.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Sales team. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, which is awesome. Uh, I love it. And I guess, I don't know, I I'm interested to know maybe, um, well, what inspired this, um, uh, inspired to do this?
1: Sure, I can tell you the story from where it all began yeah. once upon a time. Take us back. All right, let's go. Should we do the doodle doo doo like a Wayne's exactly. World? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> perfect. I've always wanted to do that. Um, so, I was actually a Peace Corps volunteer in Tanzania uh, awesome. from 2008 to ten, And during one of our rainy seasons, we had this storm that was just, I mean, you'd, when the storms came, you would just stay inside and kind of. Mm waited out like torrential
0: downpour kind of thing torrential yeah
1: and monsoon it was exactly (laughs) and so you never really knew what you were gonna get when you walked outside Mm. after and unfortunately, uh, we lost all of our school latrines in one storm. Um, we didn't have electricity or running water in our village, so we had oh,
0: okay. um, just
1: like outdoor drop toilets. Um, I like
0: those, actually, though. I, I kind of <laughs> prefer those.
1: They're better for you, yeah, actually. Yeah, like
0: the, the crouch a little bit. And...
1: <laughs> um, really quick tangent, um, yeah. Bad Bath & Beyond <laughs> sells um, something for oh, people to squat now yeah, on their Yeah, you can put it on commercial. top of it. Yes, exactly. Yeah,
0: I saw that. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: yes. Well, you still have to like, climb up to use it. Yeah, That's it's a-
1: very awkward. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, so the latrines in the rural community mm. in Tanzania, where I was a Peace Corps volunteer, were mm. washed away. And it was actually like pretty tragic because if you don't have toilets for 500 kids, you can't have school.
0: Right. And so yeah. school
1: shut down because there were no facilities. And so I saw my community, you know, they mobilized fast and they built these replacement toilets out of mud and thatch. Uh, But Mm. it was a short-term solution, maybe four to six weeks until they wouldn't stand any longer. And so I sat back and thought, you know, there's really an opportunity here for me to play a role. Mm. And so I decided to write a grant um, through the Peace Corps grant program. And um, it was $3,000. You know, that was it. To bring school back in session, yeah. build toilets. But my community back home, uh, while they're very sympathetic, they didn't really understand like what's an outdoor latrine, why do you need $3,000, What? So basically, right. I decided to break it down into things like bricks, cement. Um, unit costs it, so that yeah. people could feel connected because it's honestly like who really feels connected to giving to a toilet Right. And so this <laughs> is a way for them to have like faces of students, actual items and so at the same time being 20 something, a lot of my friends are getting married and as I was surfing their, you know, their Wedding websites for the gifts that I needed to buy them. Um, I thought, why can't I have a wedding registry for toilets? Right. <laughs> um, and do this. Well, and they so... have the
0: Bed, Bath, and Beyond registries usually. You exactly. can get those toilet additions, yeah. right? Could... <laughs> yes,
1: exactly. But yeah, so that's that's sort of how the idea was born. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of, you know, I have the last several years I've been working overseas in DC and in international development mm. and sort of letting this idea simmer a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know what to do with it. And finally, uh, last October, I just.
0: I was ready. I yeah. picked it up and,
1: and the rest is history, yeah.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. so you've ha- this has been kind of stewing uh, in the back burner of your uh, exactly. of your brain for some time. Yeah, um, for
1: like nearly five years actually. Yeah. And I think I just, I didn't know how to make it happen. And it honestly took um, some experience, some life experience, mm. um, continuing to work in development, seeing the things I didn't like that were happening, seeing right. the good things that were happening, and sort of figuring out how to bridge that gap. and go at it in a, in a better way.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So, like, did you have specific experiences that helped you to, like, you know, I guess gain those skills and figure out how to do this?
1: Yes, definitely. So my background is in, uh, is sort of at the intersection of communications mm-hmm. and development, specifically okay. public health. And so I've always been faced with telling the story of what, like, these really smart doctors and scientists are doing. You know, things Uh, that, like, aren't in layman's terms when they say them. And so my challenge has always been to take what they're doing, the amazing things they're doing, and turn it into a story that the general public, um, that Congress, that whoever's giving us money, cares about and understands. And so I think that there's a lot of those lessons and experiences that carry over into what I'm doing now is creating a narrative in the wedding industry which yeah. is a very noisy space and um although kind of charitable and socially conscious influences are entering it it's still it's still definitely um a niche yeah. component of the market yeah
0: that's awesome so you're able to yeah that's a, you're like a liaison kind of exactly a, a,
1: building the bridge yeah say. Yeah. I'm, yeah
0: that's that's awesome i i think i find myself in that role sometimes too and it's a good it's a good thing to do um yeah, it's a good skill, I guess, to be able to, to translate to layman's terms, something that's maybe mm-hmm. very technical, and, uh, and to be able to make it accessible to people, I mean, it's, um, it's a really good thing, and, yeah, and so it looks like you, re- you're now taking that to do something really nice, and, um, it's like, yeah, I, I think, you know, I was saying before, like, the video you have really nails it, because I, I, I remember, um, all the, all these wedding registries, they usually are just things, like, it's, oh, how many kitchen knives do you need, and pots and pans, and all this stuff, and, um, and yeah, it seems like uh i guess I, 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 i'm gonna paraphrase the video is instead of getting a bunch of stuff that you don't really need you can ha- have these gifts go towards people that really do need something exactly so, um, yeah
1: i mean i love the to do the 30 second elevator pitch if
0: yeah go right. for it I please mean, just to
1: explain you did such a great job yeah yeah um, please please, please do there's a few other details that might be interesting yeah. so yeah i mean basically the idea is that um we work with partners all over the world, with charities, with social enterprises, all over the world to take the the really awesome small-scale infrastructure and development work that they're doing, and we turn that into projects that basically you and your fiancé can adopt as a registry. Mm. And so instead of, instead of just writing a $50 check or whatever, Uncle Bob can actually choose to buy the bricks for... For the latrines, or, yeah. or whatever, and or he can buy the the door frame, very specific things, um, so that your guests and your community are really connected to this, to this thing that they're supporting. Um, it's almost like. Built, it's a little cheesy, but like sort of I see it as like building a legacy of love that can mm. grow with your marriage and yeah and in that vein the the couple and their guests get updates as the project progresses so they're kind of always keeping tabs and seeing how it's all going. That's
0: awesome. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. And so you're, um, I guess everyone sort of they contribute to a very specific tangible thing. Exactly. You know? so whatever you're you're paying for is yeah it's going towards like the, the bricks you said or yeah, or the and... information. Uh, this, you know, setting information to people, whatever it may be.
1: Yeah, and um, so it's in the couple's hands to determine the actual project. Right yeah. now we have five couples who have registries and they range from uh, training to teach health workers, in ta- community health workers in Tanzania, to support people living with HIV um, mm. in communities that don't really have doctors. So this is giving them the skills they need to help care for people in their own homes with, with HIV. Another project, that's in Tanzania, another project in Zambia is bringing solar energy into rural schools um, cool. because most of the country doesn't have any electricity, and so that's it's an opportunity for kids. I mean, just the the returns on improvement of health, of economics, all of it. Um, education is so high when like when light is introduced into the home so it's it really ranges the whole spectrum we have a sports for development project where you can build soccer fields for vulnerable kids in brazil i mean it's really there's something for everyone and then like you were saying the the actual budgets of these projects are broken down into the gifts that the guests get to buy
0: that's it's awesome and what's cool is that you kind of um you have the you have this network in place of mm-hmm. these projects, right? And so, a couple. I guess you're saying you're launching this today. Uh, yeah, the that, project
1: gallery. <laughs> yeah.
0: So someone can go and kind of see the exactly, projects, and it's exactly. like, oh, this is the one. And it's good because someone may not even know what um, you know what opportunities are out there, how exactly. they can help. And So then yeah. that's a way just to you're also just um, spreading awareness too. Definitely. Um, so and that's
1: it's, that's the big thing is really normalizing, yeah. just not just giving um, money, but right. also the, just kind of raising awareness and, in turn, empathy for our neighbors yeah. all over the world.
0: Empathy is a big one. Yeah, it's very I, important. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, you know, as, as much as we can, you know, love each other. You know, we make the world a, a better place. I think. And empathy hey. and compassion. Yeah, so.
1: We're all in this together. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, I mean, I I'd love to hear more about, um, you know, you personally and your other I know you've had a lot of travel experiences of course Tanzania I'm like um I don't know you have any good gems stories oh, either gosh. from there or elsewhere for that matter uh I, you know I, well we have the the story of the latrine uh yeah. disaster but yeah, it's very glamorous.
1: <laughs> oh man um I mean ever since I was a little girl I always sort of saw Africa as playing a big role in okay. my future um my parents didn't really get why they're Jewish daughter from Arizona. <laughs> I'm so.
0: a member of the tribe too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, well, yeah, hey, how fitting. Beer. We got ourselves a beer here. Exactly. Thank you. Yay, <laughs> yes.
1: um, yeah. No, they had. They're like what? Uh, and I, yeah. So like from.
0: from Why was that? Um, I
1: don't know. It's so the way that I liken it um, or like try to relate is basically a guitar player okay doesn't necessarily know why he's compelled to play guitar but he feels right. good and right and like complete when he's playing guitar okay. playing guitar and that's sort of how i've always felt about like being in sub-saharan africa it's like okay. I don't, it's kind of where it's something yeah. where like passion originally outweighed any experience but yeah. as, and so it was a big fear i studied abroad in cape town uh, my junior year of college and I remember writing in my journal, "What if this was all just in my head? Like, what if I get there?" And I'm like, "Oh, actually, Mm-mm, right, nah." <laughs> and fortunately, within like twelve minutes, I was like, "Yup, this is exactly where I'm supposed to be." Yeah,
0: um, I relate actually to everything you're saying so much. Yeah, um, cool. for me, it was India. Oh, um, cool. but Never I, been there. Yeah, it's an amazing place. But I, I, um, very similarly to what you're saying, it was just this. It was like it was calling to me, mm-hmm. and I couldn't tell you why yeah. or anything specific i didn't know anything about india before i went really uh but it was just i just knew that was the place and then similarly when i got there i was like yep yeah this it was was a
1: relief being like i did not waste like not waste but like i didn't channel all of this energy i mean i have a degree in african studies okay i only looked at colleges much to my parents frustration that had strong african studies programs <laughs> and they were like we are not paying for you to go to college to only get that degree you need to get another one too so I did poli-sci, which is equally an arguably... So you did a double major. I did. Oh, wow. Neither That's... really were that uh, useful
0: in the, in the <laughs> well, long sh-
1: run, but they... You taught... don't think that
0: they, I guess, the African studies stuff didn't... No, didn't for roll... sure.
1: It definitely... I mean, I could tell you all the players in, like, a, the Mozambican independence okay. movement, but maybe a little about game theory, but I don't think that the degrees I selected gave me, like, hard skills. In, okay. Um... Uh, if I were to have a to-do-over, maybe I would have gone a different way. But It I, seems
0: like you're doing fine for I'm yourself now, though. Figuring
1: it out. I'm a, I'm yeah. a good schmoozer. Yeah, <laughs> I can just convince people I know what I'm talking about.
0: I mean, Maybe. Had, I don't know. I studied engineering, but here yeah. I am kind of yeah, if uh, had doing... A to-do-over, I would do yeah. that. <laughs> well, I did it. I it was good for what it was for yeah. years, but you know, here I am doing podcasting, I other little that... projects on the side, and um, not necessarily directly applying engineering. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe, maybe. it'll come... It's yeah. good to have it in the pocket, I guess. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so you've been... You've spent a lot of time in Africa, then, not just in yeah, Tanzania. Yeah,
1: probably um, over half of my 20s. Um, wow. I, yeah, wow. I just can't get enough.
0: Yeah. Wait, so how old are you now? Is that okay to ask? Lady, I'm just <laughs> 29. Look, okay. 25.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. 21. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. It's the, if you look closely, I definitely have the the harsh sun, the, uh, <laughs> the little wrinkles. But you spent half was, of it,
0: so you spent, what, five years yeah, in about, Africa then? Yeah, about,
1: um, hmm I was in Tanzania for three and a half years. Okay. I was in Senegal for a year. I was in Cape Town for, like, six months, and then I did a bit of travel, so. And
0: these were all, were, were you always part of different projects yeah. or something? Okay, so you was Peace Corps or? Yep. You were studying... uh, Um,
1: Yeah. Cape Town, South Africa, I was study abroad, so that Mm. was just sort of training wheels. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But after I finished up with Peace Corps, I didn't want to leave. You know, I spoke the language. I loved the country. I loved the people. And I figured... What language do you speak in Tanzania? Swahili. Swahili. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you speak Swahili. Fluent. Fluently. Oh, wow. That's impressive. It's been a while, but... That's pretty awesome. um, But yeah, there was not a single person in my village that spoke English. And so, so and I'm like a, a chatty lady. And yeah. so I was like, well, I better effing learn quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I did. <laughs> that's
0: that's so cool though. I bet you, I mean, when you can learn the language, oh, you learn so course. much, right? Like yeah. about the people it's and the culture. And in, probably like, yourself too, ultimately. Definitely. definitely,
1: it. Yeah. I mean, if you can like ask a mama on the side of the, if you can like greet someone, mm. first of all, you're in. I mean, it's, yeah. it's as simple as that. And then just being able to see if people are like totally like trying to swindle you or like you Mm -hmm. know they're just like cultural nuances that you learn that come with a language and and living in a place oh yeah
0: yeah the yeah the culture and the language like really go together and i you know i never really picked up uh, fully fluently any like the language like you know a little bit of thai that i learned or a little bit of hindi um I could see even from that little bit, like, how the culture and the intersection of the culture and the language, you, right. know, uh, you know. Just the way things are phrased. Exactly. It tells you a lot about yeah. um, the culture. Yeah,
1: Definitely. If you can, get, like, put a little colloquialism in there, like, say something sassy in yeah. another language, oh my gosh, you're in. Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. The, <laughs> like, negotiations for people trying to marry me were <laughs> some of my favorite. Um, like, what I would always say when people would, like, be like, I'll give you like ten cows or I'll give your dad ten cows. Like, you have these conversations. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's awesome. Yeah. And a lot of people will get upset, offended, kinda like be standoffish. And mm. I kinda like dealing with things that um, but if you say no of get- humor. And so, so yes, I mean, you could walk away and nothing comes of it. And no one's right. going to, like, follow you and be like, take these cows. Um, but, <laughs> but I always thought it was an opportunity to show that, like, women can be strong and, um, okay. and respond to these things. And so I would say, you know, if you have to ask how much I'm worth, you probably can't afford me. Um,
0: <laughs> you would say this in Swahili. Yeah, of course. That's awesome. Or
1: if they were like, you should be my, like, second or third wife. I'm like, you, do you even know what it would be like to have three of me <laughs> to, have, to <laughs> have in your household? dude you don't even know Uh, what you're getting into uh, and so and then they would just laugh and laugh and then we became maybe not equals but at least the conversation changed and we could have a real conversation and get past uh, like yeah the the silliness that was disrespectful i mean
0: so there's a lot of gender inequality i take it Um, yes
1: absolutely which is ridiculous because Mm. women are like head and heart of every household in I, Tanzania, I, yeah, probably like everywhere. Probably everywhere. Women are probably smarter than
0: men. Yeah, well, I need
1: <laughs> not to argue. With you, not.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's very interesting. So, uh, um, uh, so which things did you see that? Uh, I mean, so you're saying the women were like the hearts of the household, but like I, I guess they were where women just men just ran the show, though, like uh, on paper or whatever, or just um
1: mm, in a lot of places, men hold the money. Right they're not always making the money, but they definitely control the purse strings in a lot of Mm. situations. Um, And I mean, I can't speak to the whole country, but in my village, women were awake at five, boiling Mm. water, sweeping the yard, getting the kids ready for school, cooking. And then as soon as the kids were off to school, they would be in the fields. Right. And then they would come home to make lunch and, you know, and sometimes, and the men might be helping in the farms, but more often than not, they were just sort of hanging. Um, so yeah, I mean, definitely the gender roles were skewed in like a ridiculous way. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, there's also a lot of, um, unemployed youth and, and, and so basically people aren't working in like traditional economies. It's a lot of informal economies where it's like farming for right. your food and to sell a little of the extra. So they're not like are yeah. going to the office every day.
0: Yeah, working a nine to five Exactly. In a exactly.
1: <laughs> women are working like a five to ten. Yeah. Five AM to ten PM.
0: Yeah. But, um no, that's that's interesting though. I bet it was very um, eye opening yeah. to kind of I mean there's still inequality even in like our in the US too. Uh, a, tons uh, of it. Yeah. And I'm
1: not like man bashing by any means. No, no, there's just market gender
0: roles yeah. that are a little absurd um yeah yeah what's well, nice i think you know in general and not just with um gender roles but race and everything mm-hmm. we're i think moving a positive direction in the world i'd like to think that the world's moving in a good place there's still like um yeah, there's lots of types of inequality that still exist today yeah. i think there's yeah. um often there's an illusion of equality because like oh like in america like everything's equal now right everyone can vote Definitely everyone not. and then, yeah it's yeah. not it's kind of um, right. um uh, Yeah, but I think we are moving in a positive direction. I think there's also just awareness. Uh, People are know about what's happening, you know, the different inequalities that might exist, gender, race, whatever, and so uh, with that awareness, I think we're starting to we move the world forward in a positive direction, one step at a time.
1: Well, I think technology is playing a really interesting part in making at least uh, like you see um, people filming situations with police officers, and and Mm, just and there's like apps for reporting injustices of all kinds and so i think it's a really interesting time to be using tech yeah. to illuminate injustices and hopefully correct them i mean in, in a way that's what we're trying to do is use technology to bridge the awareness gap
0: um, yeah.
1: and i think that
0: yeah I, I i agree with you i think yeah. it's uh, what's happening in the world today but yeah the internet yeah. has created this forum where any person um You know, now has a microphone, quite literally. In this case, Um, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) Uh, and yeah, people are. There isn't as much control over information Mm -hmm. as there was because any person can can write on uh, the internet, or they can make a podcast, or they can, um, you know, whatever whatever your tool is. But yeah, stories are getting out there. People, uh, and I think um, we're also just becoming more. We're becoming more aware of uh, all the different. Types of things that are happening around us, um, and so yeah, with that awareness and that uh, some of the veils mm-hmm. are lifted nowadays, and, yeah. um, it's it's a very exciting time. It's a very exciting time in this world, I, I think, and uh, and the internet is is a huge thing. Um, hopefully, I think positive. <laughs> <laughs> very cool. Well, um, let's see. Uh, I'm going to ask you a question. There's a question. I do. I lied to you before this. There's one prepared question that okay. I ask people. And what I'd like to know from folks is what's something that you'd like to do in your life that you haven't done yet?
1: Oh my gosh. Well, this is um, sort of off the, the beaten path of all of my international development aspirations, but I did, as I mentioned, I'm 29, so mm. I created a 30 before 30 list, and all right. there's some pretty <laughs> silly things on that list, and not all of them I met I'm comfortable talking about on there. Let's say one that you are comfortable about. (laughs) Okay. So this one is so ridiculous. I want to milk a cow. All right. That is. is, I'm sure no one has ever told you that. No one. I've never heard
0: that actually. This Um, is. (laughs) And and it's like
1: in all of my forays with like wild animals and like random things that have happened in with wildlife, I've never milked a cow, and I'm just very curious about what that would entail. Um, So that's on my list. Having a picnic. All
0: right. You never had a
1: picnic. I've not had a proper picnic yeah um like so these yes like i definitely have some pretty big life goals that i'd like to achieve but like my 30 before 30 um another thing that i recently so
0: you have to do these like in the next year
1: yeah i have my list in the other room um all right but another thing that i did recently accomplish i graffitied something
0: all right what did you graffiti
1: yeah. um i mean it's not that cool i was at an art studio i was like a drinking and art thing yeah and i was like a lot of glasses of wine in and so I asked the guy working there if I can paint on the wall and he's like yeah and so I tried to paint a topless lady because I, I right. didn't even try to it's just like that's she just looked better topless okay and they yeah. told me that I could I think most women do they painted <laughs> over yeah <laughs> um but no they wouldn't let me they said no nipples were allowed
0: so. uh-oh free the nip yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> is that a saying
0: yeah well that's um <laughs> Uh, yeah, some. When, the, I guess there's some rallies sometimes. Women who want the rights really? to be topless oh, okay. because men can be topless, right? Like, uh, yeah, it's totally. that's okay. But that
1: sounds like a New York thing, not so much. Yeah, a I don't DC know where. San
0: Francisco. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure where I heard it, but there's like rallies sometimes yeah. where women will go topless and then, Okay, know, free, that's cool.
1: Them. More power to them.
0: Hashtag free the nip. Yeah, it totes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet. Um, yeah. So maybe you'll on your next trip to Africa or maybe here too find the cow. Uh, yeah, the, cow, the I cow's mean, I nip is free. The, uh, yeah,
1: no, I think that's a different 30 before 30. <laughs> that's not on my list. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think there's going back to your question. Yeah. No, there's a lot of things I, I'd love to see heartfully through. I'd yeah. love for it to grow and to be a solution that I want. And so I'm hoping other people want it too. Um, but I do see a second chapter as a social worker meets mm. urban planner. I think that there's a lot of interesting work to be done in building equitable cities. Cool. And so that's, that's down the line. So you,
0: yeah, so you're basically kind of sitting yourself, continue. Kind of in the same vein that you're in now. Yeah, like it's a life of public service. Public service, It's a lot yeah. of fun on the
1: side. Yeah. Even though it is fun, but lots of silly adventures.
0: Having fun is... all. Yeah, you gotta stay happy Definitely. and have fun yourself, too. Yeah. yeah, I know. So right now, like, um, this... Heartfully, is this... Um, this is this your full-time gig now? Are you doing this as a, on the side? You're doing freelance kind of something? What What's your well how do you how do you live these days
1: i live like a crazy woman um i like a crazy person too yeah yeah no it's good um so and i'm self-funding everything right now um so i'm basically full-time with heartfully and also full-time at the peace corps Um, okay i work for the peace corps and so ideally i will be transitioning full-time into heartfully when i um funded
0: yeah so you just that's really cool though because you've got your fingers in different ways um yeah. contributing
1: yeah yeah def- i mean um, it's the peace corps is a great mission it's not like i'm going to work at like the the office su- right. supply factory every day like at least i yeah. get to go and contribute to a mission that i love yeah so it's i don't sleep that much but otherwise and what
0: so from here um what kind of work are you doing for the peace corps Because usually here you know people when you're going out right. locally and working uh, i i haven't heard this perspective actually but
1: Oh, working at headquarters. Yeah, so the East headquarters is so different. Um, I do public affairs mm. and marketing. Okay. So yeah, it's I mean it's a completely different beast than being you know barefoot in the chicken coop like I was back in yeah. the day. So yeah, no, it's great. Anything I can do to help encourage you know a future generation of volunteers is is time well spent. Um, yeah. So it's all good. It's in
0: the same vein as the information. Shine, yeah, exactly. Using it's, the leveraging the internet. Exactly. To, telling
1: good stories. Yeah. That resonate with people. I mean, yeah. that's at the end of the day, that's everything is telling a good story. That's true. I, I. So no pressure, man. Yeah. No pressure to me either.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah, really cool. Um, this was. It's been really cool to have a chat with you. Yeah. Um, thanks
1: for thinking of me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so folks that are looking to get a wedding registry, they can go to heartfully, so that's heartful.ly, and and you will have, I guess later today, by the time this episode's posted, it should be uh, live. Uh, yeah,
1: I mean, it's live now, but you'll be able to live, explore live. Yeah. all yeah. of the projects that we have to offer.
0: Awesome. And yeah. you find out what, yeah, if you're getting married and you want to support something, you have a whole selection to go through. Totally. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Um, and for folks listening, uh, you can hear more of Walking the Earth podcast, uh, if you subscribe to us on iTunes or SoundCloud or Stitcher. We're on Facebook and we're on Twitter at WTE Podcast. And of course, you can find all of this information at our site, WTEpodcast.com. And so for now, signing off from Washington, D.C., uh, I'm Mike here with Kate, and we'll catch you. How you say goodbye in Swahili? Kwaheri! All right, I'm going to butcher that. (laughs) (laughs) Namaste. (laughs) Bye.